everyone. I'm Brian. And I'm Slippy. And this is Snorkeling with Narwhals. We're back. It's only been, what, five months? Since <laughs> it's we been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I saw a meme that was like, I procrastinate things I even want to do. And yep. I feel like that applies to me. Because I do want to do the podcast, but then we talk about, like, what times we're going to record. And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe next week. Like, I kind of really want to eat a snack right now. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) You could do that. (laughs) Um, And that's all we've got for you today. So Yeah, that's it. All right. (laughs) See you next week. um, We are going to talk about the Super Bowl. Going to incur the wrath of the NFL by talking about the Super Bowl without the informed express consent of the National Football League. You know, you all, they always play that stupid commercial before the game. Oh, right. This recording is for NFL purposes only or whatever. They're like, you can't talk about the game. Right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's you can't enforce that. That's not a, a real thing. <laughs> we'll, we'll use, uh, yeah, we should come up with, uh, what is it, pseudonyms for... For all of the players and the and the teams. <laughs> I'm not that Jack, clever. I can't do that on the floor. I'm not either. Jack Mathromes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, but we're going to risk the NFL's wrath. Because honestly, if they find us. Good. There'd be more publicity than we have. So Yeah, any press is good press. Any press is good press. We get like sued for a million dollars. So last week was the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57 between the Chiefs and the Eagles. I thought it was a pretty great game. A lot of offense, a lot of scoring changes. Both quarterbacks played really well. Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. And the ending was a little meh. But overall, I thought it was a great Super Bowl. I can't say it was better than last year's because the Rams won it last year. But it was really good. No doubt. I I agree with you 100%. Uh, it was one of the highest scoring Super Bowls, I think, of all time. Um, I think so, like yeah. In the top five or something like that, which I, I had predicted. Uh, I actually predicted the score correctly. Uh, but Did I, you? I, I predicted it flip-flopped. Oh. Um, so I had picked the Eagles at, to win 38-35, and I, of course I was wrong. I did Chiefs. I, it was weird. Like, no one... I mean like on on fox like no one was picking the chiefs i was like you you do realize they're still really good right <laughs> <laughs> right well and then you know just devil's advocate or philly's advocate hmm. uh i guess you could say maybe it was the eagles game to lose and then the refs kind of gift wrapped that for them well we'll get into that <laughs> but let's let's see what are some highlights from this game jalen hurts was amazing um Obviously, if the Eagles would have won, he would have been the MVP. Yep. He had one mistake yep. the entire game. One, and it was a big one. Yep. But it was a huge swing. So for those who didn't watch or don't remember or just like hearing the sound of my voice, the Eagles were up, was it 14-7? And they had the ball again. They had stopped the Chiefs. And, you know, they're just doing their thing and Jalen Hurts just fumbles pretty yep. much out of nowhere kind of a weird one too it kind of just popped out uh and the Chiefs return it for a touchdown so instead of potentially having the Eagles 
be up 21-7 if they had scored on that drive. It was now 14-14. Huge, huge shift, which they even came back from that, though, because they were up at the half 24-14. Right. Um, so the Eagles were great in the first half. Like, that one mistake. I mean, people are going to talk about the ref call. I don't know. I think yeah, it's think just it was just like the end of the game. That's the problem. But yeah, a fumble return for a touchdown is going to do it. I mean, that's it's a bigger points gap than what the final score was anyway. So obviously, you could say, you know, that's more significant. And again, that was pretty much the only mistake Hertz made at all in the game. Yeah, I think you know for his experience level, especially you get to see him compared to Patrick Mahomes on the same field during the same game. And yep. I think, you know, I think he held up. I, I wouldn't say he's on Mahomes level. Uh, even, he's pretty even, close. Even like Olympi Mahomes, which I think we kind of forget. Although yeah. you didn't, yep. we didn't see a whole lot of that, but he also wasn't really trying to move around. Uh, yeah, I thought he was great. I think if he continues to develop or even if he's, you know, standing still next year as far as skill goes. I, he's he's up there. He's a good quarterback. Well, I was talking with my future brother-in-law about this and my dad. Like, because my dad, my dad always gets irritated that uh, when he was at Alabama that he got benched for Tua in the national championship game. Right. And I'm like, Dad... Hertz wasn't as good as he is right now in college. I mean, he, he was wasn't good even, in college. Well, he wasn't even this good when he got into the NFL. No. I mean, he's, he, he, I, I would not say that he was very good at all. Uh, we, we forget that quarterbacks can actually develop. We assume now that they're supposed to come out of the draft like perfect. I mean, like kind of like Joe Burrow has. Right. But, uh, and uh, Justin Herbert. He, he, people have said he's developed. I'm not sure. I think he's always kind of had the the flair, but he needs to do a little more for me. But he could be right up there. Yeah, but like Josh Allen, uh, he was not good for like his first two years in the NFL. I mean, it was to the point. I don't know if my brother and his friends came up with this or if they heard it on a podcast. But there was it was hashtag Never Josh Allen. Like basically, like for fantasy football or just football in general, you don't trust Josh Allen. And now it's kind of like. Hashtag always trust or always Josh Allen. Well, I don't know. This season, it is weird the way that their season ended. You look at the way he was playing and the way the Bills were playing. And it is like, you know, the the Chiefs, I think I think if you look at their head to head, like over the last maybe three years where people have been comparing the two of them, it just looks like you're not going to pick the bill. We're not going to be as, as heavy on the bills as we have been this, this past year. I mean, they were the favorites. I think we, maybe the last time we bought, I think we both we, picked them. Didn't we, we picked them. I think we picked them in the Eagles. Yeah. I and think here we, we are now. And it's like, why did I ever doubt the chiefs? Well, and that's the thing. And so we're going to talk about the super bowl, but we're just going to let the tangents go wherever they might go. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's uh, it's perfect. Um, because I've been thinking that too. It's like I said the same thing yesterday. I was like, "Why do like why did we think the Chiefs were going to not be as good? They might actually be better without Tyree Kill because they actually have to use other players than Tyree Kill." And yeah, I'm like, the Bills are what they always have been. It's what they spent a good part of the '90s being the team yeah. that was always supposed to be there, but. 
luck. Can't quite get there. Bad luck. Yeah. I mean, they lost four Super Bowls in a row in the 90s. And I think, what, in the past four years, they've only made it to one conference championship game. And you're right. This year, they were supposed to be like the the amazing, you know, they beat the Rams week one, which, as we know, ends up meaning nothing. Right. It turns out terrible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But um, no, it's it was kind of fun to see the Bills blow it just overall. See, I I think I've said before, I I'm a fan of the Bills. I like the Bills. I I I want them to do well and it is they are still kind of an underdog story for me. So I really want them to succeed and and finally get that title, but it just I I don't know if you can say they shoot themselves in their foot like like you see the Browns do over and over again. Like I don't think they're that bad, but No. They're they definitely have the bad luck. I mean, they just got shut down by. Oh, the last. Well, their last game. Yes. I yeah, agree. they just got shut yeah. down by the Bengals. Yeah. Um, no two ways about that one. Which. OK, I'm. Um, this is going to sound slightly insensitive. I'm just going to preface that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm I know. I know where you're going. I'm going to say the glad that DeMar Hamlin is fine yeah. and that that, you know, he is healthy, that he is recovering. Um, but the Bengals did get kind of screwed by the NFL's decision on the home field advantage thing where it was like, oh, well, if the Chiefs and the Bills play, then they get home. You know, it's a neutral site. But the Bengals are like, well, what about us? Like, like, why isn't it a neutral site if if we? Well, and there was all that stuff with the bye week as well, which. Well, and there was the whole thing where. They're like, yeah, the okay. well, the Bengals are going to win the division by default. But if they end up losing to the Ravens, then they play the Ravens in the playoffs. It'll be a coin flip for home field. They're like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So, again, 100 percent glad that Hamlin is recovering. And apparently there's conspiracies that he's a clone. Oh, come on. No, I mean, it's I've heard this and I'm like, okay, just go back in your hole. Right. Um. Is, but, is this something you saw on Twitter? Uh, my brother told me about it. Uh, well, I don't know what he there, that is a you know that's a rising trend for sure. I mean, it's always conspiracy theories and whatnot have yeah. always been like a big part of the culture. But yeah, we're seeing more of that just BS coming out of left field. But we're not a, a news show, but I think we can confidently report that Demar Hamlin is not a clone. He's the real deal. Yeah. Yep. Um, but no, I think the. The Bengals were really the team that impressed me a lot this year because, again, they started out kind of meh at the beginning of the year and then they turned it on like midway through the season like they did last year. And yeah, I think they were kind of just mad that everyone like forgot about them. And yeah, it's that that chip on the shoulder mentality. Yeah, like, fine, we're going to make sure that there is no neutral AFC championship game. Now they lost to the Chiefs, but I mean that's a rivalry I actually really like. It's, I, I, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's I, young. I think Burrow's really good too. Burrow like, and Mahomes leading these two teams is just. I think they always say like with the NBA that they get too clever sometimes. Um, where if you were being honest, maybe not anymore, but like if you were being honest, LeBron probably would have like seven or eight MVPs in a row because he's the best player in the league. Yep. 
And I think they sometimes they don't want to do that. It's just boring, right? Yeah. That's, so they, that's they, the they pick like, well, who's I, the best player that's not LeBron? Yeah. And that's the thing with Mahomes. It's like we forget because it's just assumed that Mahomes is is great. It's like we forget that Mahomes like is the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> we we try to come yeah, up with we, all these other people. We take it for granted. Yeah, and it's yeah. like no, it's it's still Mahomes. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's like, what? Hello, I'm still here. He's younger than both of us, and he's done quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, he's got a long, long runway in front of him, too. Oh I my mean, gosh. We'll see. Yeah, that, that's the thing, too. Like, you know, as long as Andy Reid wants to stay there. Right. They've got good coaching. And their team doesn't. Again, they were supposed to fall off this year because they lost Tyreek Hill. That didn't happen. None of their receivers were, like, great. But they were all good enough as part of the team to make up for it. Yeah, you know, at the start of the year, I did an analysis, which I think I mentioned on the podcast, about coaches and their their winning records against one another. And it basically came down to, like, tenure at a team and how long they've been in the league. Yeah. And and then I, what did I do? I broke my role and I picked Nick Sirianni and the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. And here... You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying he was he coached poorly or anything like that, but no, he, it's yeah, just it's just, a you know, it's just like a thing like these coaches tend to win stuff. And yep. Andy Reid is is one of those guys who's, you know, he just gets it and, and he has, he's he's moving up too. well, that's that I was going to say. So it was always Andy Reid was a really good coach, like for a long time. Then when he finally got his first Super Bowl ring, it was like, OK, now he's for sure going in the Hall of Fame. And now he's got another and it's like, okay, he's for sure going in like first ballot. Yeah. Like he's not going to have to wait. Well, and he, it, I think it really just depends how long he wants to do it because yeah. if, if he keeps going, he'll probably, he'll probably get another one. I would yeah. think. I mean, there's the odds are pretty good. I wouldn't bet against them. No. And, and at the start of the year, we had talked about like our predictions for who was going to be in the playoffs and everything. And, I was down on the Chiefs. I was like, I don't think the Chiefs are going to make it in their division. I was so I was very bullish on on the Raiders, and you know, turns out Derek Carr is still Derek Carr, and now he's a what is he a free agent at the moment? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we'll see where that where he lands. Uh, but yeah, it's it. The Chiefs should not be doubted again. And yeah, yeah like I that, think we've we've all learned that now. And that division, you know, I was I was also bullish on the on the Broncos and geez Louise. Now, I do think, though, they I mean, I guess they could be worse than they were this year, but I do. I do not by much. I don't think so. No, Uh, (laughs) I think think they'll be good. I mean, Um, I'm like, wow, the Rams were bad, but at least we won a Super Bowl last year. Uh, Yeah, you sold your souls for it and you got it. and And the Broncos did. And, and they didn't. They were horrible. Yeah. That that coach. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett. Again, tangent time. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Invest in a team, but you got to get the whole package. Oh my gosh! And you, they only hired him because they wanted Aaron Rodgers, and they wanted to, that's Rodgers' guy, right. and they wanted to try to lure him to the team. Didn't work. Got Russell Wilson, and everyone still thought that was a, a pretty good move like we're like yeah cool the broncos have a franchise quarterback now like i'm pretty sure everyone thought that yep and he was really bad 
He hasn't um, been. Yeah, that, people are saying like, you know, I think Russ can st- Russ can still cook, and it's like, I I didn't see anything out of him this year that I thought he's playing well. Like I actually, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers, and I actually think the Packers weren't very good. I think Aaron Rodgers still has it. I don't know how much more he's got in the tank, but I think he he hasn't really dropped off in the way that I think Russell Wilson really truly has. Well, we'll see because. Now, the Broncos have hired Sean Payton as their coach. And for some reason, and I did see a stat, for some reason, Sean Payton has a really good reputation, yes. even though his like winning percentage, his like number of wins, I think, and the number of Super Bowls he has is pretty much the same as Mike McCarthy. And everyone makes fun of Mike McCarthy. I think, yeah, I think it stems from just what he was able to build in uh, down in New Orleans. And I think if you look at McCarthy, people don't really look at him and say, like, this guy was responsible for all of the success that they had. Whereas I think Sean Payton kind of gets that. People, yeah, it's like though, that Brady-Belichick yeah. thing. Like, yeah, yeah, he was really Brady's. responsible. Yeah, and I, I don't think, I think toward the end, we kind of saw, okay, Drew Brees, like, he's good. I don't want to slight him, but... I wouldn't necessarily say he was like everything in that. No, he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer, mostly because of the numbers, mostly because of the Super Bowl and for what he did for New Orleans, which it's like it's like Eli Manning. type. Yeah, it goes with Sean Payton, too. But I'm just saying, like, you know, people are saying now, like, don't just assume that because Russell Wilson has Sean Payton as his coach. (laughs) Well, that it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And and the first year you would expect there to be some I guess you would you would expect there to be some teething problems. But yeah, who can say? Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Back to the Super Bowl. We alluded to it. The holding call, the yes. defensive holding call at the end of the game. So for context, the Chiefs had the ball. They were driving. They were where were they? Maybe like the 30, the 20. Uh, yeah, I mean, like they were within field goal range anyway. Mahomes had honestly, I think this was the best play of the entire game. Um, Mahomes had like a 20 yard scramble on like a bum ankle <laughs> or, or whatever's going on with him. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, crazy. Um, and I just thought, I was like, that's amazing. That's like when people are like, oh, football is so gritty. I'm like, that's what you show people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has a high ankle sprain and he just rushed for 20 yards. Well, not just this game, but the game before too. Like yeah. playing on the injury two games in a row is like, dad, I can't, be- I, I mean, I believe it because it's football, but in real life, it's like, I would be done for oh yeah no. six months. Yeah. Um. So anyway, they, they ended up with the fourth down. They were driving, but they ended up with a fourth down. Um, except on the third down play, Eagles defender James Bradbury got called for defensive holding on Juju Smith's Juju Smith Schuster. Now, I knew exactly like when this happened that everyone was gonna be like, "Oh, there it is. The refs blew the game." Um, Because this happened with the Rams last year where there was defensive holding called, I think, on Cup or, you know, against Cup. It's a a good sign that we don't remember, actually. Hopefully, hopefully we forget. 
I just I remember the same thing happened where the Rams got a new set of downs and then scored the game winning touchdown. Um, so, yeah, I knew that people were going to be upset. What do you think? It was one of those things where. Did he grab the jersey? Yes. Should they have called it? I, you know, I, I think they call what they're supposed to call when they see it and they miss a lot of stuff and that's irritating too. But at the same time, it's just, it's the end of the Super Bowl. It's the end of the entire season and there's two minutes to go and it hinges on a call that I saw, I saw somebody post, it's been like 500 calls or 500 snaps since they had called a holding before that, this refing crew. And it's like, all right, that it feels like there was probably holding <laughs> somewhere in the five. Well, I mean, Bradbury five hundred snaps Bradbury before he did. Oh, I see. What well, you're and then, yeah, but then, but then in the he, he Bradbury probably shouldn't have said that in the interview. No. Somebody should have briefed him. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's like, yeah, I just I did it. I just didn't want to, you know. He's he like, hope they didn't get caught. I hope they didn't see it. And that is one of the things that that those guys do. I mean, they. If it's going to be a touchdown, it is better to get the, you know, to do the holding. Oh, absolutely. Potentially have another chance at preventing it. And Seattle, when they had the Legion of Boom, they like thrived on this. They, there, was a, right. like, there was someone holding pretty much every play because they knew the refs were not going to call it every play. Right. So for and whatever. They, and whenever, for how good they were, called. they didn't care. No, I mean, like they, it was they worth were like, it. Sure, four more downs. We can do that. Yeah, we'll probably we'll probably get an interception. That was yeah. also a great defense. Right. Um, yeah, that an all time. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I don't know. I. I I hate when that happens because again, it makes it seem like, well, okay, now the Chiefs just run out the clock, kick the, the game winning field goal. We're done. Like instead of some amazing finish where the Eagles get the ball back and we have to see who who scores or gets the stop. Well, I think that's the thing. We feel like we were robbed because we got to see, you know, 70. What is that? 73 points scored. And it's like this is an all time great Super Bowl. The Super Bowls are not often good. I mean, no, sometimes they're not. Not They're, that good. Yeah, usually it's like a blowout or it's like overly defensive and just yep. dull. And this is like, okay, now we got an offensive game. We're really close, like neck and neck. And I think everybody, well, probably not everybody, but most people agree. We saw two of the best teams in the league, probably the two best teams yeah. in, in each conference, like going up against each other. Yeah. And that's that's what it should be. And then it it's like, okay. And then... And now we have to deal with, is it rigged? Right. And I hate that. Like, no. And the joke now, you know, because Arian Foster came out and said, like, about there's a script for the NFL. So, like, me and my brother and his friend, like, every time we're like, oh, what does the script say is going to happen next? (laughs) But no, I mean, it's one of those. It's like, could they have not called it? Yeah. Could they have called it? Yeah. Um, The Eagles didn't lose the game on that play. Like I said earlier, the the fumble for a touchdown was a bigger deal, I think. Right. Uh, maybe if that hadn't happened, you wouldn't have been in that position anyway. But, you know, these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I'm just dumbfounded. 
I'm like reliving the horror again. <laughs> oh well. It's like watching the Rihanna halftime show. Hey, you know what? I bet I actually liked it. I I thought for whatever it was, like 15 minutes long, it appealed to me. Although now apparently I'm an old person. Uh yeah. and like I remember watching one of the halftime I think I think it was last year's halftime show. Uh the Dr. Dre one. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, see, they're finally appealing to like the masses. They're playing <laughs> they're playing a halftime show that even the young people can enjoy. And then someone was like, No, you've you've become the old people. Like, we're <laughs> not young. <laughs> yeah. Something happened. <laughs> um I loved I I don't even like really like hip hop and rap. Like I don't mind it. But that the the Dr. Dre halftime show last year was incredible. I mean, the production values were incredible, too. Oh, yeah. um, I still really want he had like a pure white mixing board. I want it. Well, I do um, get the impression that in person, these shows must be awesome. Like, I think I think being in, in the stadium. Yeah. With the, the fireworks, the sound system, like seeing up close uh, or at least even just experiencing you know, the full range of senses. Like it just seems like the crowd is always really into it. Even though whenever we're watching it on TV, sometimes it's like, this is really boring or they seem to go like every other year. Like one year it's amazing. And the next year you're like, I mean, the coolest thing about this one was the platforms they had in like in the air. uh, People were on that was cool. And Rihanna did it with a quote, a special guest. Yeah, she was pregnant pretty amazing it's pretty to, cool <laughs> to, to do that yeah like i think i mean i guess she probably was booked beforehand yeah uh, but then it's like yeah go through with it and yeah amazing um, I, yeah. I didn't really like the show but no <laughs> um, I'm, I'm kind of a rihanna fan so okay i did like the platforms though that was cool yeah i'm trying to think were there any good commercials i was there for the movie trailers mostly i think my favorite Undoubtedly, was the uh, premature electrification. <laughs> yes, that was. I I was in a room full of people, uh, Eagles fans mostly, and and I was rooting for the Eagles, so it was fine. Uh, but I I laughed out loud at that one. I thought it was so funny, and thankfully, uh, thankfully, everybody else in the room thought it was funny because I'm I'm usually the first and loudest to laugh, and it's like <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like. Oh, other people are, you know, like, well, you know. yeah, me and my brother were both like, we were cracking up at it. And my dad was like, oh, that's clever. <laughs> so we felt like awkward laughing around our dad about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, that one was really funny. Uh, I'm trying to think of any. They released another trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, which. Yep. That should be good. Um. They released one for The Flash, which I'm excited for The Flash, but I'm also like, that's going to be problematic. Why is that? Well, because Ezra Miller, like, <laughs> keeps having legal troubles. Oh. But it's got Michael Keaton as the old Batman, so that's pretty cool. I Yeah, I like that touch. I mean, of course, it's like kind of pandering to, to us. Oh, of but, course. You know, whatever. Um, like, keep it up. Yeah, I'm fine with fan service. Um, and at this point, DC, it's like, I think 
people sort of agree that this latest phase of, of Marvel hasn't been, obviously it's been a step down uh, because I think you can't touch like the Avengers movies and stuff. But uh, yeah, I think DC has an opportunity here to at least gain, gain some, some footing. So, well, actually that seems like a good spot to end it because our next episode is actually going to talk about movies and shows. So it'll be like, almost a segue well we need something because this post nfl sports gap is oh my gosh it's it's almost baseball time i i can't i'm not a baseball guy i I, it's this it's like there's this segment of time where i'm not in baseball i'm not into basketball i'm only into playoff hockey when i watch hockey so it's just like depressing but for me f1 actually starts pretty soon which i'm excited about but yeah, it's like yeah, another I to, month. I need to figure out. Well, I, we'll we'll get into that in the next episode. Yep. But what I'm watching and what I've been watching. Anyway, that was our recap of the Super Bowl. Come get us, NFL. I'm Brian. And I'm Slippy. And this has been Snorkeling with Narwhals. Narwhals.